Okay, so today's daf is daf chet. Let's begin, and I just want to quickly do a bit of chazara. So I've charted out this sugya from yesterday because we there's one more point on it that we mentioned today's daf. So the Gemara said seva laket. This is based on the way we learned it with the Gersa Reb Chaim. It says seva laket lecha esrim tainim. Meshali, if he says go, you can take twenty tainim of mine. Then we say yichol mehen arai umaser vadai, meaning it's considered. It's not. It's clearly not considered. It hasn't reached from Ramalacha. And therefore, he can go and do so. He can eat a snack from it. But when he takes it home, he has to master vadai. Okay. Then, however, if it says tzil male takakala, if he says go fill it through your basket, means you're going to take it home. We said ochel mehen arai umaser damai. That's what we said, which means that he can eat as a snack because it hasn't reached gramalacha. But once he takes it home, the reason is, as we explained the Gemara, we're talking about a case where the noten was an amaaretz and the makabel was a chaver. Meaning, since the noten, the person who's giving him a shot to do so, knows that he's going to take it home and knows when it reaches home, it's going to become, it's koveya, so it becomes tevel, we're choshesh that we have, to be, we have to be concerned that the Amaaritz may have done a frasha for him. And therefore, we treat his dema. Then the Gemara says, okay, that makes sense if we're talking about the giver being the Amaaritz. That's the first line on the table. However, if the giver was a chaver, then we saw the machlok between Rebbe and Rebbe Shimon ben Gamaliel. And it's when the giver is a chaver giving it to an am ha'aretz. So Rebbe says, look, when the giver gives it, it is a chaver, you don't have to worry about it. It's going to be 100% it's going to be mutukan. The chaver is going to, um, is going to, to have rasha. However, Rabbi Shimon Gamma says, absolutely not. You treat it as completely tevel. Why? Because because we said that a chaver is not, we're not concerned the chaver would do something wrong by doing hafrasha, not with close proximity. However, Rebbe's rationale, if you remember on the other side, says, no, it's definitely a metukan because he's concerned it's Amaaretz, who is nechshad, that we're concerned he might eat tevel. The chaver is going to be very concerned that he's going to eat tevel. So he's going to, he's going to uh, it's, it would be better for him in that case to do um, then being Okay, that's that's sort of the second line in the chart. But then the Gemara said this is towards the end of the Amud yesterday. We said if the noten is a chaver and the mekabel is a chaver, then everyone agrees. We say shetzerich laser. Why? Well, Reb Shimon and Gamliel's shita makes sense because once again, when the person takes it home, his lishita tol I can see on the bottom left hand corner, consistent with the opinion. Meaning the chaver is not going to rafrasha like from Truma on something that's very far away. So it's definitely Tevel. However, when it comes to Rebbe, in that situation, if the Noten was a chaver and the Mechabel was also a chaver, in that case, we said that, um, that he would, uh, since we're not concerned, then, then we're, we're, we would, he would agree with Rabbi Shimon Gamiel that that Shalom Eshul Chaver in the Trom Shalom in because again, he can rely on the fact this chaver is going to do hafrasha for himself. Okay, that's the summary of what we saw yesterday. What um, what I've done here is shown you in the, in the table the question of the Gemara. If you have a look in the in the first case, we said the Makabel is a presumably a chaver. Okay, the Noten is a Amaretz, first line, and the, and the Makabel is a chaver. However, in the second case, we're saying Noten is a chaver and the Makabel is an Amaretz, which we seem to be switching the language in the Gemara. So that's the question that the Gemara is going to ask now. He says, Rabbi Yonabaye, hachat avid lechaver, vachat avid lechamaaretz. He says, I don't understand. The, what, how we, how we explain this Gemara that it, according to the Rosh this is grammatically. 
In the ratio, when it says Haomer lechavero is giving to his friend, we translate it as being the first case being a chaver. But in the second case, when he says, but if the noten is a chaver, then we said his chavero here is an amaaretz. It seems to be a contradiction linguistically. However, Reb Chaim actually says also similarly. He's saying, in the first case, midashaka betarba mishnah. I'll read you. Eat sarich laser or ain't sarich laser. Al korchach, we must be talking about a chaver ayri. Shumaser, that he's going to be concerned. Deiba ama aretz ayri. Maika amar. What's the Gemara even talking about? Sarich laser or ain't sarich laser. Vichibala shoalo shabanu la rodlo is the amar. It's coming to ask us the question. But al korchach, we must be talking about a chaver, because this is sort of the counter, meaning. Um, because Rabbi Zira says, it must be the din is different, which is assuming that this second line was, was the Makabel is a Ama'aretz. But that again doesn't really make sense because, again, we've explained it linguistically, or in, even in the first case, it kind of doesn't make sense because, um, because sorry, in the second case, it doesn't make sense because what? You're saying the Ama'aretz is going to come and ask us a question? We're assuming the person, the, the person having the question when he takes all this stuff home is a chaver who's got the question, what do I do with my trumasamasas? So the Gemara answers, no, I can defend that position. Amar of Yossi says, Kamba Kamba Amaretz, He says, really, it's not a linguistic problem. Why? Because here, really, we're talking about both cases are a Ama'aretz. So here, Ama'aretz and Ama'aretz. Kanvakana Ama'aretz. However, either according to, um, according to uh, the, the, the Rashulah says it was a grammatic problem, according to Rav Chaim, it seems to be a consistency problem. He says, I don't understand. Ama'aretz can ask a question. And the answer is no. It might just be, according to Rav Chaim, it might just be that we have a case where the Ama'aretz is coming to ask us a shayla. Just because Amaaretzim generally we say Nechshad are not being so careful with, with the laws of Chumas uh, Amasra, it could just be in this situation we have an Amaaretz is asking, What's a halacha? I just got something from my friend who's a chaber. I just got something from my friend who's an Amaaretz. He told me to take it home. What do I do when I get home? Right? So that, that and I'll read Rav Chaim. He says, Kolomar, Lulam ba Amaaretz ayu. Harry, Eladiyesh Amaaretz maasrim, Ubishvila chad shu maiser balashalobadin. In other words, we can be talking about the case when the Amaaretz is asking the question, and therefore it's not, um, there's no inconsistencies here. It kind of, everything can make sense. Okay. Um, uh, again, it's slightly different. Uh, sorry, the Russian explains it slightly differently, but I've sort of mixed the two explanations together. Okay. That's enough of that. Let's continue. Gemara says, Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rav Sheshev says, Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rav Sheshev says, Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rav Avim says as follows, Meaning, if someone if someone says, don't worry, I'll do Hafrasha for you. So he says completely, I'm going to do Hafrasha for you. You don't have to go and check up with him. According to Chaim, you don't have to ask him a question. In Omeda love, meaning you don't have to say, watch him or oversee. That's the way the Rafulda explains it. You see why there are two different explanations in a moment. But a simple shot like Chaim is, you don't need to ask him. Meaning, what do we say? Chazaka shaliach we have this idea that if the shalif is going to do something, says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. So that's what it seems to be in this situation. However, it says as follows: Taman Taninan. Now here we deal, we'll deal with the laws of eruvin, and here specifically we're talking about an eruv tchum. So an eruv tchum is if someone wants to, normally one is not allowed to go two thousand amot outside beyond the edge of the city. However, what he can do, he can move his makom shvita, he can move his dwelling place 
at a distance in one direction, which gains him another 2,000 mm from that point, but he'll lose in another direction. But he's moving his sort of center of where he can travel. He can do that. Now, the way you can do that, either by standing there when Shabbos comes in, or by placing this Arab trauma, meals there, and this, and that's designates Makom Shivta. And you can send a Shalef to do so. But the Gemara first brings a whole mission, if you like. And it took, and, and um, before we get to the point of Shlichot, it says, If you put it inside a tree above ten Tvachim, then you're, it's not considered a good Erev Tchum. Why? Because you're where you are and your Makom Shvita have to be in the same location. The problem is where you're, where you're going to be at the bottom. You want, your, you want your dwelling place to be on the ground. And your food is going to be ten Tvachim from the ground, uh, uh, like in a Rishotayachid, you won't be able to access it. And since you cannot access it, on Shabbat, or even Ben therefore it is not considered good Eruv. He wants its one place to be at the base. Uh, it means, because you can't take your Eruv, Eruv doesn't work. However, if it was then it would work. See, it's sort of missing a bit of the gears here in the Gemara, but it says, why? Because then Eruv, then who Eruv Mokomechad? Now, the problem is, on Shabbat itself, you won't be able to access Eruv, the Eruv, because you're going to be Mishtamesh Be'ilan. However, during Ben Hashmashot, we're not, there's no problem with Shvot. When is the Shvita being Koneh? That's happening Ben Hashmashot. The whole Shvot, and those things that ask me the Rabbanan, lo gazru So that's why that's the, that's the sort of the sugi in Eruvin. But here's where now we get to the part that's relevant to us. He says, Mishum reisha mighty lo Rabchaim says, and Mishum hachitanin and hatan. It says as follows. I'm filling in a bit of gaps before we can get to the Gemara because this Gemara is still missing bits. It says, Hashulech eruvu bayad chereshot of If someone says, sends the eruv, he sends his young child to go take the eruv, his eruv tchum at a particular location. We say, Eino eruv, it doesn't work. However, im amar If he tells somebody, if he tells his child, he tells somebody else, he says, "I'm sending my child now to bring the eruv tchum and place in such such, such, such such location. Will you take it from him? Then that works. That's why it says im Back to eruv. However, amar Lazar says v'tzerich le'amod imod. Now tzerich le'amod imod. There are two explanations that mean. Rav Fulda means you literally have to watch watch the child making the journey and seeing it being received at the other end. However, Reb Chaim, to make it, I guess, consistent with Agamara, it simply says, He has to ask the other person, say on Shabbat, did you take this package of food from my son and put the Eruv down or not? So it seems to be a, a contradiction. Before we said, in our, in, 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 that's what Agamara that's says, I mean, before we said that if a person says, I'm going to have Rasha, we've got no problem, you can eat that food, you don't even have to ask the person. However, this situation where the child is being sent to take, take the, um, the package of food to make to make of Tchum, it says, and, and you told someone to receive it from him, you have to confirm that it was received. So how does it work with assumptions? So the very simplest answer is as follows. We've got a difference. We're two different cases. The first case you're dealing with a gadol. 
The second case, when you're sending this young child across, it's a different situation completely. completely. Therefore, you need, to, you need to have some sort of confirmation because you don't know if the katan really went ahead. He may have got distracted on the way and gone to the makolot and bought some chocolates or whatever it is. Okay. However, Rav Hanania says, B'Shem Rabbi Hanina says, no, afilu You can, in other words, he says, I'm not forced to bring the distinction between a katan and a gadol. It could even be that both situations with the katan or both situations with the gado. However, tan omerlo arev al yadi Now here we've, it's, it's, we've got to read as follows. Tan omerlo says ani maaser al yadecha bramhacha omer arev al yadi. Now, there's what's the difference? In the first case, we don't have to check. You can each eat the produce, not to be concerned. It's tevel. It's because the person himself volunteered the responsibility. He says, I will do hafrasha for you. So since he volunteered of his own accord, then there's a chazak, he's going to do it. There's no problem. However, in the other case where you nominated someone, he told, the, he told this child, take, take the Arab to such, such a location and tell the other guy to receive it, you have to confirm because it's different, because there you've made someone a shaliyah to do so, and he didn't volunteer of himself. So there isn't that, according to uh, Rab Hananya, um, that it is, um, is that you don't have the chazaka shaliyah You'd have to confirm it actually went through. So the Gemara says, So therefore, both these cases can, can inform one and the other. Meaning you can you can derive something one case to teach us new din in the case and another case. How so? So meaning if someone says, oh, don't worry, I will go do the Eru for you, in terms he volunteered the responsibility, they're saying he doesn't have to he doesn't have to confirm it. In even in the case of Eruvin. Meaning, if someone says, if someone says, can you do hafrasha trumas maisa for me? In that case, we say that he actually knows, still has to check it because there he nominated a shaliach. We don't say if he was nominated for the position as opposed to if he volunteered to take the task, then you don't have to check. That's the distinction. In the mind of the, what is the distinction? I mean, the, the, the one who has volunteered agrees to take on the task. Uh, so I, I, I'll read Rechaim Isad. He says, um, uh, yeah, I'll just read inside if you But more like Amir Siyal Yadecha, he says, I'll do it. In other words, someone took the responsibility on themselves. I mean, they volunteered to do so. There's a Chazaka, he did it because no one asked him to do so. He just, of his own accord, volunteered. However, Bram Hacha, Bramitin de Eruv Irishum of a Keshmimer, can you do it for me? Bishvil Hilka Hashina Shemimitoch Shibush, Lesarevlo, Amar Amar Loshia Revelovate. It might just be that he feels that he feels bad to say no. He says, Yeah, okay, I'll do it. When he's being asked to do so. Therefore, maybe we don't say Sheliachosesh Lichuto, Chazaka Sheliachosesh Lichuto. Okay? You hear the difference? Uh, I hear the difference. I'm, I don't hear the difference in my experience of uh, of children and adults. Meaning, uh, a, a child could also volunteer to do something and then, and not uh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Um, fine. But uh, this is uh, yeah, that's that's the vision of Hanania. It sounds like again, according to the um, the Rav Barada. That the difference is Gadol Katon. Rav Hananya says actually depends whether he volunteered of his own accord to do the task. Then you can have the Chazaka. But if he was 
asked and repressed to do so, then we don't say chazaka. Okay, let's continue. If he says, you can, you, you can go collect 20 um, figs, from mine, ochel v'olech v'upoter. I mean, you can eat, achil there's no problem. What if he says, you can go and, go and fill up a basket? This is the same distinction we've been saying before. However, Rebbe Omer, Meaning, if someone says go fill up a basket, um, you actually have to show the balabite what type of basket you're referring to. Like you want to fill it up because you might come with a whole like tractor and call that a basket, right? Or a big like uh, laundry trough and say, this is a, you know, oh, sorry, laundry basket. And this is my basket. So Mishum Gzela, if he says fill up a basket, you have to confirm with what, what, you know, what, what, this is a basket. Did you mean this basket? Can I fill up this basket? Otherwise, it could be an issue of stealing. Okay. However, Kamushir Kalkala, if you didn't have that, in other words, what is it considered Stam Kalkala? What's considered a Stam basket if you didn't have a chance to show it to him? In other words, what can be assumed that this is okay? So Rabshmul Bar Nachman says, Stam Kalkala is Arba Kavim, four Kav. Okay. That's the size of a Kalkala. But if he says you can fill up a large basket, Gdola is a Seah, which is twice the amount. The Ketan, if he says you can fill up a small basket, a stum, small basket is Shlosha Kavim. Okay, that's like a sort of like a Choshmishov type of like a, a, a case. However, Rabbi by Lamasrot Amer Olamidat Adin. He says, when it comes to this shirum of baskets, is this for Masrot or is it also for Midat Adin? Now, what does it mean for, for, for Masrot? If you recall, we said before that what's considered Gemar Malacha for Masrot? We said that if, he, if it's going to be covered over, when it's covered over. But if not, it's when you fill up a basket. Now, that could also be a question, meaning it could be that if this shearing might not be for a basket, and it might be that it's only for midatanil. Let's explain it in a minute. It says, in tame la master, if you say it's for master, this is the shear with then kol midatadin, that would also be the, the status for midatadin as well. Midatadin meaning, like in our case, uh, where the person says you can fill up a basket full, or, um, uh, and uh, or, uh, that, that, or that would also be the, the shear. Or, for example, other laws of Mechachomemkar. However, in Tamer Limidat Adin, if you're saying this is, oh, this is for Mechachomemkar, Hala Masrat law. Maybe for Masrat it's different. Now, read your Reb Chaim. He says, um, which one to read? Yeah. So, in Limidat Adin, Hala Masrat law, in Tamer Limidat Adin, Shaloi Kach Dolayoter, Shema La Masrat law, Sagi Afilu Bektana Bizer. So, actually, I want to read the other way around. Let's, let's say Lit Masrat. I want to see the Kabachom different. See the different route. He says, do we say this for Masrot? Like we said. We say, That's considered That's considered Maybe it might be that Midatadin is one thing, but if you'd collected less than that, it would not be considered Gorala Masra, like a smaller basket. Now, there's a question is sometimes it might be that did Mecha Chomemkar might be a different sort of Masra, meaning what might be a shear for Mecha Chomemkar, because I'm not seeing Mechavalaraya or all these other dinim, might just be. That um, that it might be that for Masrot it's not considered Gemara Malachaya, okay. So in other words, even if you fill up a, a fill up a small basket, 
he might not be considered really Gemar Malachaya because it's a really small basket. A basket for considered being finished Gemar Malacha is something more substantial than that. So that's why we're trying, trying to say that the, that what it, the, the, Gemara, the point of the Gemara here is that if we say, again, if we say, in, if it's Medin Mekachomemkar, because again, that will be a, sorry, other end. If we say, in time of Limidata Din, Itamrit, Halamasrot Lo. Sorry, other end. In time of Masrot Itamrit, if you say it's for Masrot, However, if you say Midatadin, maybe for Masrot, it's a different story. Maybe Gmar Malacha, the point of Malacha is even greater for a basket for that than it is for a Mechach of Mechach issue when you have issues of Motsa Mechavalovara. Okay? So Rabbi Yossi says, Pshitali la Masrot, Tamli Koshek and Midadin, all these Shirma baskets apply to Masrot, and therefore Kavachomer in Midadin. If that's considered Gmar Malacha for Masrot, the Kavachomer, that would be the Din. For for midata for for mekachomemka. Okay, so let's continue. Um, now the next part, last little piece, and then we'll we'll end here. It says hen ochlim opturim, obalashar obalachanot chayavim. So if you recall, we said this is the case where the amaritz passes by a shop and he says, "Here, you can have some, have some of my uh, my dates." And we said this is a situation where people, most people, didn't take damak, most people took it home. So then we assume that it's not considered. You can still eat it as from from a snack at that point. It's not reached the point of like what we call teva. Okay, and but we said that the shopkeeper himself or the balashar, if we're talking about a, like a gatehouse, he would not be able to eat it as a snack. And why is that? That is because the Gemara says, which is an important din. Why? Because we said the chanut of the bal of the balachanut is considered like his house. So therefore, if you him eating, taking this food that is um, that again, it's rich Malachab hasn't reached the house yet. Now it's in his, if you like, house. So therefore, it's considered tether. But everybody else can keep eating a snack from it. So the chiddush of the Gemara is pulling out of the from the Mishnah is is that we see the bite of an individual's koveya only for the balabait. Meaning if you on the way home, you've got some, you, you take from your field, and you, you take a bag of uh, some, some, some figs, and by way of home, you go visit your parents' place, and you take it inside their house, their house isn't koveya for your bag of food. It's your, only your house is koveya for your food, Okay. And which actually is probably not the exact case I wanted to say. But let's, it's probably the parallel case is a bit different. Let's say, let's say it slightly differently. Let me put it differently. You've got a worker. This is probably a more accurate parallel case. Actually, I'm not sure about the parents' house one, but this is a more parallel case. Let's say you and your worker have picked figs from the tree. And then you take it and you and you walk and you give some to your worker. He has some in his, in his bag to take home. And both of you walk into your house because you wanted to pay the worker. Your house is kovea for you to figs in your bag, but it's not kovea for the figs in the worker's bag because that's not his house. It's only kovea him when he gets home, right? That's more the you parallel could, you're talking about. But okay? you could probably give him your figs. Ah, no, but once you take your figs home into your house, it's really kovea. No, into his house. Oh, if you're going by his house first. Okay, yeah, that type of thing. In other words, but that's the, the whole point is, sorry, I may have confused it with a, with a parent's case because that's not really the parallel. But again, the point is that someone, one, which you see quite clear in this case, that, that a house per se is not kovea, it's only the own person's house that is kovea for himself. Okay, that's why in our case, when the Amaritz gave some food to the customers and the shopkeeper, the customers could happily eat in the shop, but the shopkeeper would not be able to do so. It would be considered terrible, they'd have to be not fresh. Okay, but again, snack from it, not, not hilak Okay. Yeah. Good Shabbos.